Shabbos Dav Chofches. Rabbi Said, I hope you're all doing great. What a tremendous opportunity is right now to add Torah to our lives. If you're not part of a shir, please join us. Today we had over 200 people live watching the shir on Zoom and on YouTube. If you can't catch us live, you can catch us afterwards on YouTube, on Torah Anytime, on our app. The Gemara tells us that typically, when there's a dead person in a room, the ceiling is not Mechabal Tumah. It's attached to the ground, so if you have a ceiling made of cement, wood, etc., not Mechabal Tumah. However, if the material is identical to the Mishkan, such as flax, or the hair of a goat, or different type of hides, they are Mechabal Tumah, the Gemara learns that out from Xerah Shava. That's only the material, but it doesn't have to be done exactly like the Mishkan. The Mishkan, for instance, took the flax and they did six strings. It doesn't have to be with exact details, it just have to, has to be the exact material. Even though the Mishkan was built with crushing with wood, wood is not Mechabotoma. Why? Because the Torah says, Krushim la Mishkan. The wood is for the Mishkan. In other words, it's not the essence of the Mishkan, it's just for the Mishkan. The essence of the Mishkan are the Ureos, are the layers on top of the Mishkan. The three to four layers, depending on who you hold like, and each one is Mechabal Tuma because there's a Hekish one to the other. The bottom one was made out of Tzemer Upishtim, wool and flax. The middle one was the goat hair, and the upper one is Elam and Tachash. Now, Rebbe Lazar had a suffix. What about non-kosher hides? Leather made from non-kosher animals. Are they Mechabal Tuma Ba'ayl? What was his suffix? His suffix was that they did Moshe Rabbeinu use non-kosher hides to make the tachash? What was the tachash? Now Rabbi Yosef says it's impossible because only something that's tahar can be used to build a mishkan. So what is this tachash? The Gemara tells us if you hold like Rabbi Yosef, you must say the tachash. Was, there's a language used there, tali ilan, which means one of the wild cats. So it has to be that it looked like a wild cat. It had beautiful coloring to it, but it wasn't made from the hide of a wild cat. Rish Lakish says that this tachash is a one-of-a-kind species only existed in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. In fact, it had a single horn, like a unicorn, but it was kosher, not like the unicorn that we're familiar with. Just like other Marishan, the karban, the, the bull that he was makriv, had a single horn, because the Torah says, Mi karen. It was a one-time thing, it was it was necessary for that time, but after that it was Nignaz, we don't have Tachash anymore. Yet the Gemara is still Mesopic, whether Tachash is a Chaya or a Behema, because it's, even though the animal with one horn by other Marishan was a Behema, was a bull, yet it's possible that it's a Chaya because there's something called a Keresh, and a Keresh is a Chaya. If I remember correctly, when we were learning Chulin, there are some shittas that hold that a kerish is a giraffe because there are some giraffes that have a single horn. Rava says, since I can make a tzadah shava, tzadah shava, you take two things. You take sheretz and tzaras. Both of them have a chumrah to themselves. Tzaras has the chumrah of shasi, it's metama, even a thread. Sheretz has a chumrah that it's metama with a very small amount of kadasha. But the Tzad shava, the common denominator between the two of them is that they are Mechabal Tumah. In other words, if you have a non-kosher hide, let's say a tiger's hide, it will be Mechabal Tumah if Tzaras develops on it. And it will be Mechabal Tumah if it touches a Sheretz. 
So says Rava, you can take those two and have a common denominator and say, therefore, hide from a non-kosher animal is mekabal tumah ba'ayal hames. Comes Rava mebarnish and says, no, sheretz and negayim and saras have something in common that mace doesn't have. They both are mekabal tumah, are metama with less than a kezayis, where a mace, in order for, for it to be mekabal tumah, to give off tumah ba'ayal, it has to be at least a kezayis. Therefore, Rav Baranish says, he learns the Kavachoymer from the Izim. As we mentioned before, one of the layers in the Mishkan was the hair of a Eiz, of a goat. And it's not Mechabal Tumah from Tsaras, as we said the other day. Tsaras, when it comes to Beged, has to be Tzemer Upishtim, not goat here. Yet, at the same time, it's one of the, one of the materials from the Mishkan, and one of the materials in the Mishkan is Mechabal Tumah by Elameis. So, the hide of an animal that's Tomei, which is Mechabal Tumah from Tsaras, that's in the Torah, or Mechabal Tumah from Tsaras, certainly it should be Mechabal Tumah Ba'ayal HaMais. So now we have to understand Rav Yosef's statement from before. He says, when it comes to Melech HaShemayim, it has to be from a kosher animal. What is he coming to add? So the Gemara is coming to add that the Ritzus of Tefillin must be made from a kosher animal. Yes, Halacha Mishmasina says the Ritzus have to be black, but Allah doesn't tell us from what material, that's where Rabbi Yosef is coming to Mechadish. To tell us that the parshiyos of tefillin have to be from a kosher animal, we don't need Rabbi Yosef. Yes, it fits into Rabbi Yosef's klal, and his klal is perfect for everything, but it's not needed for all these other things. The parshiyos of tefillin, it says in the Torah, Torah whatever you could eat, that's what you can make tefillin from. That the box of the tefillin has to be from kosher animal, that we know from Allah because you have to make a shin, and that's Allah so the height has to be that has to be from a kosher animal. The fact that you have to wrap your parashiyos with the hair of a kosher animal or sew the tefillin with kosher sinew, halacha mishmisinai, that you have to make square tefillin, also halacha mishmisinai. And now the Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us that if you make a wick out of clothing, you fold up clothing and make a wick out of it according to Rebbe Lezer, it's tame. Why? Because it still remains a beged, and a beged is tame. Says Rebbe Kiva, but when you fold it up, you take away the name Beged from it, and it becomes a wick, and therefore it's no longer tummy. Says Rebbe Lezer, since this wick remains a Beged, and he says a four-step halacha, therefore, if this Beged is exactly three by three fingers, and it happens to be Yantif that falls out on a Friday, and we hold, like Ula, that you must burn most of the wick, in other words, once you light it a little bit, that's not enough. You have to light the whole thing. But once you light it a little bit, you just broke the wick. You ruined it. And by ruining it, you caused Noilad. And if you cause Noilad, review this says that it becomes Mukta. So it's also for you to light this on Yantav Shechal Berev Shabbos. Now, according to Rikiva, when you fold up this wick, it's no longer a Kli, so you're just lighting wood so you're not over anything. And Rav Yosef says, now I understand, I always heard this halacha about being exactly three by three fingers, I never understood what it meant. Based on this halacha, now I understand completely. Have a wonderful day.